0: And you know Jonathan Frakes.
1: Yes. Let me double check on what guy looks
0: like. Here we go. You go catch it in the watch together when you join. Got it.
1: Ah, yes.
0: Number one.
1: Yeah, he's just as cool as uh, Picard to me.
0: Yeah, he rules. Did I send the watch together to the
1: wrong person? Oh, you did. I have not joined.
0: Let's see. Here we we go. go. I'm in. All right, here we go. Here is uh, Jonathan Frakes in Sybil. Let me jump back a little bit. Oh, and he's, he's playing his character.
2: I'm yeah, ironic, isn't it? basically. i traveled halfway across the galaxy to find my one true love. Just a loser.
3: But why? Why must you leave?
2: We both know it would never work.
3: It's my parents, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Was I too clingy? No. It's the cold-blooded thing.
0: <laughs> Don't torture yourself, not you. <gasps> Our planets are warring. Millions on both sides are dying.
3: Remember me.
0: Oh my god, this is even more perfect, dude. <laughs> nice work, everybody. That's a wrap. Thank
2: god. Sybil.
0: <laughs> wonderful.
3: Thanks. I do my best. Even though I am working for scale. <laughs> Get it?
0: That's so funny that she ate that thing that was flying around. It's almost like that bee's in Sybil. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Jimmy E. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. See, her name's
1: Sybil, right? (laughs) Yes, but I gotta... How in the hell did you find something? I didn't know the fly was gonna enter the
0: scene. That was incredible. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was too perfect. I'm amazed. I didn't know. I'm amazed. I was just like, Sybil, what's she doing? And then... Jonathan Freaks in Sybil came up, and I was like, "All right, sure, why not?" <laughs> we're we're yes. Trekkies a little bit, I'm sure. Wow, that that was is wild, impressive. Right? Wow,
1: <laughs> wow, David.
0: Oh man, damn! I didn't see that coming the way that it did, but uh, and that's what she said. Um, <laughs> uh, housekeeping. Um, we talked about it a little bit. We were on Sadie Hawkins Pod talking about their uh, Anchorage was the song, right? Yes. And Danny was telling us about the shot ending for plane trains and automobiles. That was not um, what ended up in the film. And uh, I did want to say you can go over to Sadie Hawkins pod. I I don't know. Do you think it'll end up in that episode or not? Maybe we'll put it out for the patrons. But that that specific
1: conversation. Yes. It was very interesting to hear that at the tail
0: end of our conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, um, that was uh, a little bit uh, is uh, there was just uh, the 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 ending was put together in post, as it were, which is always fun. And when I was in high school, the very first time I ever edited uh, like an actual story uh, in post, our writer, director, her brother recorded over all the raw footage of our final scene for our movie, um, filming like himself and his friends doing jackass stunts. And so we didn't have the footage for our final scene. So we basically like rewrote it in the edit bay and it was really fun. We were like, oh shit, we could really still tell a story using what we have. Right. Um, And uh, anyway, yeah. So um, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. uh, There is, I I suppose it would be housekeeping, but um, there's a lot of Twitter discourse about this song. So I'll just bring it up when we talk about, uh, uh, the social aspect of it. But yeah, lots of fun. Uh, um, follow up in terms of uh, uh, a tweet I put out this week to Zach about the song. And he oh, responded. Yeah, and yeah. So did a bunch of other people. So um, that's cool. And the last days of Twitter, <laughs> it seems like <laughs> feels like it's going down uh, in the shitter. So um, I don't have any more housekeeping. I don't think unless you do. Uh, no,
1: but I uh, I did want to say that I've added, uh, I, by request of one of our listeners, I have added something new to the soundboard. So oh, maybe yes. throughout this episode, I'll find a spot and I can play that for you. <laughs> right now, you're on cloud nine, though, so I couldn't play
0: anything like that now. <laughs> yeah, I figured out how to add a second um, bank to my eight pads. So now I have 16 uh, currently that I can utilize. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I can get... Another eight, but I just don't see it happening for me, but I'm glad I have this. (laughs) Ah, here it goes! Um, All right, Um, let us be sensible about our soundboards and uh, jump into some stats, shall we? Let's do it. The song is Be Sensible. The album is Chase This Light Japanese Deluxe, although it was kind of on every import version of chase this light as we will find um it was track 12 of 14 on the japanese release 12 of 12 on most other international releases so jimmy eat wiki had the song being released on 312, 2008 and as far as i can tell the japanese release of this record was Correct. in 2008 but there's plenty of proof that the song was out in 2007 at least by september 6th 2007 in that on song meetings there's an entry for it and everybody trying to figure out what the lyrics are in early september um so i that's just me sort of going down that rabbit hole in terms of uh when exactly did this kind of happen what what happened here yeah Uh, On September 29th, 2007, Watch the Sky X says, Yeah, it leaked out and it's not on the album. So lame, but the new album is still amazing. Um, But specifically, they say the song leaked. And that was um, September 29th, 2007. This, I don't have any information about when the, uh, when the, when Blink BCR added this. Uh, to Jimmy Eat World's entry. Yeah, it doesn't say when it was added. And I think I went to oldest or like, uh, let's see, uh, oldest first. And yeah, September 6th, 2007 is the first comment um, on song. Yeah, your your first blank
1: is not who wears a ring. That one? Yep. Yeah. Um, Because they're just trying to figure out the lyrics
0: at that point. Okay, good. Nice, nice work, Gumshoe. <laughs> Thank you. Um this is produced by Chris Testa and Jimmy Eat World Executive Produced by Butch Vig and Butch comes up in uh my my uh, Twitter combo with Zach. Um recorded at Unit 2 in Conway Studios and engineered at CD Underbelly uh in North Hollywood. Uh writing credits Jimmy Eat World singer is Jim featuring uh a cello, a cellist and a violinist. Ted Scrup Scropos, Scropos on the cello and Alice Fowler on the violin. Um, Ted had no extra credits that I could find. And Alice, if she had any, I didn't write them down. They weren't of note. Um, but yeah, Ted Scropos and Alice Fowler on cello and violin respectively. Uh, publishing. I wrote, do I get a pickle with that? Uh, cause that's what it says on ASCAP. Yes, there is a demo. I'm going to have that handy. Yes. Um, never played that i could find this has got to be the most like lauded vocal performance in that there are four notable high notes on this track and the e flat five is the highest in their entire catalog
1: right and that was mentioned i think in one of the in that same reddit thread that we've gone back to where was it yeah, and it was it was pointing to that site. You you use one that's better. It's still active. They pointed to a website that had all of the high notes, low notes, and every song. And while that site was still active, the people in that yeah. thread uh, had commented that this track had the highest
0: high note. Yeah, so it's an E flat five. Do you have you don't your keyboard's being used as a MIDI, so you don't have a yeah. way to hit an E flat five. Well, let's just here let's say E flat five. Oh, there you go. Yeah. E flat 5 piano note, right? pull it up on that,
1: yeah. Yeah, I could probably put... Here we go. How to play an E flat 5... Well, the whole chord. Let's see if she does the note. It's gonna be... Oh, come on. Mahalo. Oh, Mahalo.com. I like a good Mahalo.com. Hey,
0: what's up? It's Lindsay. Today, we're gonna be talking about how to play E flat 5. So, what we're gonna do is just take a plain old E major chord. Just like that. E, G sharp, B. And we're gonna take the fifth... So, it's gotta be that. That's him.
4: Do, 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 do. Uh, uh,
0: um, it's pretty high up there, there, man. We, and, yeah, it's, and it's is that full e voice? Or is that falsetto? Uh, uh, falsetto. If we, yeah, uh, that's falsetto. <gasps> yeah, uh, E flat five, C five, B flat four, and it's and it put this in bold, so it means it's a particularly strong showing of the singer's vocal capabilities. Wow! So you have the highest note in the entire catalog, and a B flat four that is lauded as being Particularly well sung um, by this vocalist and a G sharp four, no notable low notes, but four notable high notes. Never had seen it. I thought there was a problem with the website. <laughs> <laughs> um, with 23.3 thousand listeners, this song has been scrabbled 125.1 thousand times, six of which were from me. Justin, how many do you have? I was surprised, I thought I would have had more. I only had four. Nice, yeah.
1: Um, is the song on Spotify and what are the numbers It is. Like? So, looking at it, let's just compare it to Distraction, which is right after this one. Distraction has 345,000 listens. This has twice that at 670,000. Okay. Uh in comparison to the album itself, it's it's about a quarter to maybe a third as far as the other
0: plays go,
3: but it's mm-hmm. pretty
0: it's pretty well listened to for being a B-side, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's above what a bunch of album tracks then. Yeah. Uh it's
1: so it it almost it's closest to let's see Feeling Lucky
0: and Firefighter the closest to this wow. one. And those are album tracks. Yeah. Um structure-wise it's an A flat major key, a 4B Camelot, 97 BPM, 505 duration. And I like to give credit where credit is due on Facebook uh on the fan group uh yeah Jimmy Eat World fans Michael Crisp Says, uh, gives a couple lyrics. The game you play, uh, the game is how you play, not who wears a ring. Uh, this is from July 14th, 2020. Heard be sensible several times, but just now really heard that lyric. And sorry to be the resident music theory nerd, but Rick peels off a half step down from the root note in the verses and the and on the third beat to make some wonderful dissonance with the gorgeous guitars may have found myself a new current favorite tune. And uh, when we, maybe when we listen to the uh, demo, um, I'll point out what he's talking about there. Um, but uh, I, I appreciate Michael Crisp's uh, input there. Uh, Cause I probably wouldn't have pointed it out. Um, do you want to get into lyrics and then we can listen? Yeah. Oh
1: yes, let's do that, man. I got those up ready, Freddie. Now Sweet. I did listen to it several times through, and I did catch um, a few miss mistaken lyrics on Genius. It looks like song meanings that's had where I them. It from. Okay. A good amount okay. of them were fixed on song meaning. So if there's any that you may maybe had come across, and or
0: you just ca- catch me. I'll update my stuff here, and then yeah. I will log into Genius because I haven't in a while. Yeah, and update that. All right, okay. So this is yeah, be sensible. Uh, I want to say that "Chase This Light"
1: and maybe I'm just I'm just mistaken, and it happens to be certain tracks on certain albums. But I feel like uh, "Chase This Light" has a is very lyric heavy, and this. The album itself. Yeah, the album itself. Mm-hmm. I get every track on it. And this this particular track a B side in this case, is no exception here. So a lot of uh, quite verbose here. I've got the verses broken in half. And even the second half is a little bit strange. I think it was last week's episode we were talking about this thing that we would consider almost like a pre-chorus, but it was on its own. Uh, mm. That's kind of how this is. Kind of. But it goes two lines and then three lines. And this is how uh, this first half of verse one goes let me have the keys and you can take a rest from one lightless main street until the next and i think there was recently an argument or something and in this case she's exhausted and he's taking over driving so she can relax and the brightness the light is gone so even though he's talking about driving i think we're definitely in a a figurative sense of let me take this over um, i'll take i'll take control of things you just relax you're done with whatever it is that you've been doing and i believe in this case it's it's maybe arguing um who knows what there was to see before the light turned green there's so much here to learn Uh, i think he's just not even paying attention to what's passing them by and he's overcoming thought Whatever conversation they had or whatever transpired before this, he is overcome with that and he is just, go. you know, it's, it's almost like being on the highway and you realize you've driven two miles and you think to oh, yourself, yeah. how did I get here? <laughs> it's kind of like that, but he's, he's sort of driven to that, uh, excuse the pun, by whatever conversation that they had. Uh, I think the light is a metaphor for them moving forward and taking the Mm. next step in their lives, like before the light turned green. So green Mm -hmm. is go. Proceed with caution. Uh, But now they're realizing that there's still so much to learn. There's still so much to learn about one another or that they missed out on as far as learning about this other person. And then it's verse two. The static or the silence don't know which is worse. The dial isn't broken. That's the way it works. What a cool line, too. Uh, and I think it's either arguing or complete silence. That's what's going on in the car, and neither of which is mentally beneficial for this person. But this has become their new norm: is that the dial isn't broken? That's just the way it works. It's either static or silence. It's it's just how we work now. This is our normal day to day activities. To the new professionals, irregular is normal. It's all how you frame, not what needs to change. Uh, and we're getting. I think they're getting good. At this bickering all and argument.
0: in how you frame or it's
1: all in how you frame. So where it said pray, uh, I believe it says it's all mm-hmm. in how you frame somebody in song meanings was saying fray, but I think that it is, it's all how you yeah, no. frame. And then that leads into not what needs to change. So it's how it's all how you frame it. It's all you look at it. Not necessarily what needs to change in verse one. There was the second line was from one lifeless main street until the next. I think, I heard from one lightless Main Street until the next. So in this line here, the second half of verse two, I think that Jim's saying, we can look at this from a different perspective. We can use this as a learning opportunity. Maybe he's, it's that maybe, or it could just be hindsight. He might be in this car alone and he's just thinking about this. She is no longer in sight. He took off and he's on his own, but now he's just kind of trying to reframe it in his head and thinking of how either, how he could change it going forward or what they could have done differently. Now we get this cool little chorus here. Don't get comfortable. <laughs> don't get comfortable. Don't be sensible. Swing with all you have. Stop me if you can. Now now I think that the, the narrator here is speaking sarcastically. I think he's at his mm-hmm. wit's end here. Uh, fine. Don't get comfortable. and Or like, fine. Fine. Whatever. Don't get comfortable. Don't be sensible. Keep taking jabs at me. I won't stop accepting your negativity. Uh, swing with all you have. Take take it out on me. I think this guy is just kind of lost. Yeah. He's just completely lost with with uh, the situation that, that he is with his lava. Gosh, and then another verse. This is verse three here. Imagine we had canvas with a midnight coat. So instead of with our midnight cold, I have it as, imagine we had canvas with a midnight coat. We dig our fingers in and then we watch the snow. I'm thinking this is like a canvas blanket. I couldn't think of canvas like, let's draw on this canvas and create this thing. It was a little too obscure for me. Uh, Imagine we had canvas with a midnight coat. So I think they're just sitting and cuddling up like old times, recollecting that moment, watching the snow fall outside. Mm -hmm. Simpler times. And second half here. Maybe I need stronger meds. Don't let those feelings in. I can't get closer now. And I think he just needs to forget about that. Because it's only going to make the moment worse. He can't Mm -hmm. let himself feel closer to her. Uh, It's this cycle that hurts him the most. Is that he's realizing that they have fallen into this routine uh, if they are still a thing. And that's what he's just, he's stepping outside of this whole situation and going, man, we're just stuck in this cycle and this is terrible. I can't let those feelings in and, and fall for this person again further. Now, here's an interesting one that I, looking back on song meanings, they had a couple of comments that were interesting. I didn't necessarily see it as morbidly as they did. Now, this line, the first couple of lines of verse four go like this. Um, A ladder straight across and just for me to use. So instead of matters straight across and just for me to use, a ladder straight across and just for me to use, but there's always another choice, another way through. I think what he's referring to is a ladder straight across uh, could be one of two things. Either it's a ladder straight across from him that he can cl- use to climb up and out of this situation, or it's a ladder straight across as you would putting it across something, almost like a bridge. And Just this for,
0: is a conjunction, a ladders? A, or ladder, a ladder. I have a ladder
1: straight across. Got it. But before they had the conjunction matters straight across. Mm-hmm. which didn't make sense to me. And I, I swear I heard either ladder sure. or a very faint ladder. A ladder yeah. is straight I'm interested
0: across. to see if the demo lyrics are close enough that yeah. maybe they're more clear.
1: Yeah. And I think what they're saying is that this is a bridge or a way out of where he is now, how he's feeling, but he could stay here and work it out. He doesn't necessarily have to leave, leave her high and dry, uh, uh, abandon the situation. And what some of the people were saying on song meetings was talking about a ladder and suicide and I thought, mm. I, mean, I I guess I get that, because you, I, when I think of that, I go back to, uh, was it, I want to say, not the Green Mile. Where was it where the little the little small old man that was in prison for so long, and then they let him out, and he just can't live outside of prison. It was the one where they go back to oh, the shit. wall, yeah. and there's, is it yeah. Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, I, I think, I think he, it's Shawshank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, very sad little scene, but that's the only way I could think of a ladder, and that's like a step ladder to me. That they used. Anyway, that was where they took it in song meetings. I don't think it's that morbid. Uh, Second half of the verse here is the notes of progress float along over your candle song. The game is how you play, not who wears a ring. And I think he's just thinking that this is just a bump in the road of their relationship, that these arguments and these moments help shape who they become as people and probably would build their relationship a little bit better. If they stuck with it, it's not who comes out a winner or a loser, but what you do in that moment Mm -hmm. to continue playing that really forms your personality, your person. Uh, And a cool little way to to close out the verses there chorus again and then a nice little bridge. And it has it has some uh, some unique lyrics in here. I'm on the losing side, but not every time I'm going to lose despite I'm right. There was a there was a lot of conversation about that third line in the bridge in song yes. meanings. I still feel like we and we can listen to the demo and check this part out, too. Uh, so I think it's I'm on the losing side, but not every time I'm going to lose despite I'm right. Now, I don't know if that necessarily makes sense, if it would be despite being right. But I still felt as though despite I'm right made enough sense mm-hmm. for me to put that in there. Uh, And maybe he feels like he experiences personal wins, even though it looks like he's losing. Maybe he's doing it as like a selfless act, like for the greater good. I'm going to lose despite being right. I'm going to I'm going to take my correct answer. I think this is how husbands and wives and and partners all uh, all coexist sometimes. It's like I'm going to swallow my pride and I'm not going to say what I want to say right now. Whatever you're right, honey. Sounds good. Yep. (laughs) And, the, and this last little bit here, the second half of the bridge, is Here's our, here are the words defined. So not to find. Here are the words defined, but not one is mine. Why are we still so afraid? The things we do deserve their rightful names. And what I believe they're saying here is that maybe they're dancing around the tough choices and addressing the elephant in the room. That's what they should be talking about. Call it like it is. It's the one healthy way to move forward forward. By acknowledging what's wrong, and that's one way. As a as a partnership, as a couple, that's the way that he feels in all this. In this moment of of recalling it and just getting so focused on his drive down this lonely road, this lonely dark main street, just thinking of like wh- how do we fix this? But it could be it could be like I think a few people had said it was about divorce, which makes sense. Uh, I I thought that this was like a, a relationship that has falling apart and they're on the verge of separating or divorce. So they're close to that. Um, And he's just that whole, don't get comfortable. Don't be sensible. Swing with all you have. Stop me if you can. I think part of that's like, he's talking to himself. I can't get comfortable in this. You're not going to be sensible about this whole situation. Just hit me with what you got. So uh, very, very, you know, on the topic of emo, when we were talking about emo earlier, I just thought of this and, This if you sang this differently or if a different artist, uh, let's say Chris Carraba took this, it might sound completely different. And somebody say, I love that new emo track that Chris put out. Yeah. Just because of talking about the the sour relationship that was that was something special and is no longer there. So Jim does another great job here of telling a
0: story about a couple that uh, that is uh, nothing more. Sweet. Yes. I am going to update the genius. Thank you. It is submitted. I think yes. it has to get
1: approved or something. <laughs> yes.
0: By the Genius Squad. That's right. Um, well, shit. Great job. Shall we listen to the demo? Yes. Let's do that. Let's I want to listen see. to it. Uh, what do we think? Let's see. Because uh, this is a damn good track. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to come back this way. Demo. Here it comes. Lightless, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Who knows what there was to see before the light to rain?
5: There's so much hell to learn. Hell to learn. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah.
1: Great job! now if you consider this i mean this is a b-side but if this was on the album this would have been the longest track five minutes and four seconds
0: that's true yeah
1: you know that that that's that's a long one you look and i think the bridge is so good and that's where that e flat five <laughs> is yeah it's got to be right Santa! But <laughs> yeah. he, he he loved it. he did it so well loved that bridge so much that he threw it in at the end. <laughs> yeah,
3: <I> know, right? <laughs> oh, you know, what? Do let's do it again. Um,
0: I'm gonna try something. I have um, taken the demo and the final version and synced them up in Premiere, and I'm interested to see. Uh, I'm gonna have the album version to our left and the demo to our right. And let's see how we do here. I just like to see if they're in sync perfectly, if it's the same instrumentation. Knock down the volume a little bit. Hmm. Sounds like it, right? Yeah. such an awkward delivery. Yeah, right? (laughs) Irregular. (laughs) Is normal. Let's jump over here and see. And just to double check, I'll sync here at the end, too. Yeah. So this is one of those cases where it's like, uh, you know, they worked with Chris Testa, did as much as they were going to do. Butch Vig came in, put his fingerprint on it at the end. And uh, but pretty much the demo is the same instrumentation. Awesome. Yeah, man. You knew it. You knew it. (laughs) Well, I didn't know for sure. Ah, I, I think you had an inclination. <laughs> I wondered and it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, uh let's look into uh track notes. I don't have a ton. Okay. Uh another comes from kind of community. Like my a lot of this is sort of sourced from the Jimmy Eat World community of which obviously I was a huge Jimmy Eat World fan. I had the record, I had the song, but I wasn't involved with the Message boards, as far as I right, remember, right. But Frank D says I remember buying Chase's light on release day from Best Buy. I believe there was a promotion offering a free digital download of Be Sensible. My memory is shaky, though. I'll check the CD case and see if I kept the hype sticker. That might have some info. I replied to Frank D. Did you ever come across this hype sticker? Because um, he had posted that a year ago. Um, on the Jimmy World fans Facebook page. But yeah, um, and that and that is in response March 3rd, 2021. Heather San Diego says Google isn't helping, so I figure some of you know Be Sensible is supposed to be a bonus track for Chase This Light, but there doesn't seem to be an expanded CD release of Chase This Light. So was it only as a B side of the vinyl until it was available as a digital download? And yeah, the most most info I had in there regarding how maybe I would have gotten it was Frank D. Otherwise, B sides are us. Like is where I was. <laughs> <laughs> there was I. I can't remember if
1: it was if it was in Reddit or if it's one of these sites. The articles that I came across, but I mean Jim had addressed it directly about um, this was a point when music was just so accessible. And if and if I come across it, I'll, I'll read it exactly how it was. In the article, but Jim effectively says, "You know this. I I remember as a young kid spending all all this extra cash on these imports just to have this extra track. But he's like, it's Mm -hmm. it's it's so silly to have that nowadays because things are so accessible from wherever you are digitally. Yeah. Uh, And this was in regards to the Japan release. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the last little bit that I have here, uh, two two things is Zach and Holly." When they were on Washed Up Emo podcast episode 41, um, this song came up. So I wanted to play Zach
5: talking about this a little bit. This is a
0: 620 on that episode. I went back a little
5: bit. I think maybe the other guys would agree with me here, but like, I
0: think, one the- I think uh, Tom had asked uh, Is there ever any contention over if a song is too soft or too mellow?
5: The only regrets that I have over the course of Jimmy World's career is sort of being a little bit too uh, like cautious about slowing things down too much, you know. Like uh, it's it's like so one of the one of the best songs we ever did was a song called "Be Sensible," and we didn't put it on the album because it felt like oh, there's just too many slow songs on the album, and we really loved, uh, you know the the songs that were on there like dizzy and gotta be somebody's blues and we felt like those were songs that we wanted to put on the record and you know i think that it's just sort of like you you get a little worried about having things being too you slow down and you know people point out to us like well you know all of your big hits are songs that are sort of like upbeat and energetic and rock you know sort of like upbeat rock songs Mm -hmm. and you know and that while that's true, I think the songs that have really sort of connected with our audience the most, like our uh, songs like Hear You Me and 23 and Polaris and like, um, you know, songs like that. And, um, you know, it's just sometimes uh, you sometimes it's hard to see what's at the end of your nose, you know, and you, you sort of it's uh, so I think in, in that sense, um you know, we were like when we play live. I think we like those songs. We like playing those songs live. That was one of the things. Like the Futures tour sort of showed us a lot too. Is like that song that you know that.
0: I think that kind of covers it. But yeah. um, I think he's got a really good point. Like their radio hits are very different from their fan favorites in terms of like tone and stuff, um, and and genre and style. Um, so I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good show there of uh, Zach's knowledge of the of the fan community. Yeah. And this goes along with that little bit that you extracted. I'm glad you
1: found that. And I was actually staring at the article that I was talking about. So I'll go ahead and read this. This was from Chorus FM. Uh, July 10th, 2017, Zach Jamos interviewed Jim Atkins. Uh, And they were talking about the sixth studio album, Chase This Light, turns 10 this year to celebrate. I spoke to vocalist and guitarist Jim Adkins about the writing of the record, the expectations placed on the band, and stepping out of their comfort zone. So a lot of the things that Zach touched on there. Uh, And one of the last few questions that Zach had asked of Jim was, is there anything you wish you could change about Chase This Light? Songs you wish you'd included or cut? Things you wish you did differently? No, no. I mean, the songs that we didn't put on the record, we can just have out on streaming now. There's a song called Be Sensible that we use for the Japanese version of the album. Now, I think we wouldn't do that. We would just put everything on the album because of the idea of region-exclusive tracks is a completely moot point because of streaming. It's a global thing now. I remember going as a kid, spending like double the money on the UK import of an album by a band I liked for the extra songs. The reason they did that was that if your American band wasn't popular in other regions, the bonus songs were to entice local people to buy the local labels release like you could buy the American version as an import or you could get the Japanese version, which has two extra songs on it. But the inverse of that always happened. And he laughs. Uh, you get the American people trying to hunt down the import versions that were intended mm-hmm. to get people to buy their local labels release. And that is just so, I mean, so true. That's why I remember going to Salzers and just looking for stuff that was only accessible uh, that they would import. And they were, I mean, they were, I was paying for EPs for Weezer, like 10 or 15 bucks when it was just like a two or three track EP. That was, uh, I think it was the line. I want to say it was the Lion and the Witch. But I remember driving out there. Uh, in between work or school or something, just to get this this thing that, that is they had imported, they bought a whole bunch and then brought them in, and it was a big thing. And I and I partook in it, <laughs> <laughs> but kind of what what Zach said, same thing is that you know just the, the album or that song was great, just happened to be on on that Japanese version at the time. Ten years later, he just Jim says we would just do it all at once. We would put it on the deluxe or expanded edition, whatever they want to call it now on.
0: Spotify. Yeah. Oh, snap. I realized I closed Twitter, but I wanted to read yes. some more Please read that from uh, one Mr. Zach Lynn. So I write to him on the 20th, yesterday. I write to him. Uh, Doing Be Sensible this week if you have any cool stories about laying this one down. And Zach re- responded pretty quickly. Let's see. He responded at 12.07, and I sent that. At 40. So within 20 25 minutes, he says, Uh, should have been on the album, best B side of ours, in my opinion. So there it is. Zach yeah. thinks that this is the best B side Jimmy World has. Uh, to Butch Vig's credit, he advocated strongly that it should have been in, and we stupidly did not do it. <laughs> and uh, Epidine deserved better, uh, responds. Be Sensible, it's gotta be one of the most beautiful songs that you guys have ever written and recorded. I was crying the first time I heard it. Jim knows how to reach the feels, not just with words, but with that voice of his. Warren Mack responds, love this song. Let's see, there's more stuff. Totally agree it's the best B-side, says Josh Olson. I'd swap it with Gotta Be Somebody's Blues, and you've got another perfect record right there. Uh, Joey Dietz says, this is why it would be awesome to have a B-Sides slash Rarities collection from Jimmy Eat World, even if it's a digital-only release. You guys have created so many great songs that are hard to find on DSPs, Open Bar Reception, Roller Queen, Step One, Shame, Jen, Softer, <laughs> etc. Amber uh, says, yes, please, prayer hand emoji. Um, Warren Mack had a good point. What track would you put it? Uh, in terms of uh, track order, where would you put this song on the record? And uh, Warren Mack said, right be- right after Firefight and before Dizzy is my vote. And I think that's a really good yeah. uh, placement for that. this track. Uh, and finally, Davey with the good hair <laughs> says, I didn't even know it wasn't on the album. It's on the UK version of the <laughs> album that I bought, um, which is true. Um, yeah. And then what did I say? Oh yes, locally for the UK, it was a bonus track included since it cost so much to get records pressed out that way. Never made it beyond a digital release here in the states. And Davey with the good hair responds, "We got shame on futures as well, winning." Uh, so. <laughs> oh god, but yeah, lots of uh, lots of chatter, I guess. Uh, yeah, on the twitters about this song, which was uh, fun. I never expect Zach to respond, but so it's always fun when he does.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right place, right time, man. When I saw that, I think it came up as a suggested, uh, a suggestion for on my personal account because there was that conversation going back with oh, him. Nice. And I looked and had, yeah, the timestamp on that. I thought, man, the he got right back to working.
0: us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Uh, what else do you have? I have one last thing. It's a review, it's, it's an article, but it's okay. a. Uh, I have something from the alternative press. Oh, is this 15 Best Jimmy World Songs? Is that the one you have? Yeah, that is. Read it. Let's talk about right. it. 15
1: Best Jimmy World Songs in at number four Be Sensible, Chase This Light, 2007. Upon completing tracking of Chase This Light, the band decided that two longer, slower tracks would affect the overall dynamic of the record too much. So they opted to keep Gotta Be Somebody's Blues and Be Sensible. Uh, arguably the finest track the sessions yielded, relegated to the European iTunes bonus track status. Brittle, aching, and straight-up gorgeous, it tugs on the heartstrings
0: like nothing else. (laughs) That's right. And this is Dan Slessor? Yes. On May 22nd, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do have
1: something else from boards.ie. Sort of like community chat, but this was on a forum here. Jimmy World announced new album, Invented. So this was... Uh, July 15th, 2010, is when these conversations were going on. Further down this line on, I believe this would be August 9th, Aneurotic says, uh, in, re- in response to something that uh, another user, Fluke, wrote, which was this, Futures and Chase This Light do have a couple of fillers in each, but are generally pretty good, Futures in particular. I just hate the inclusion of bonus tracks on each album. They pad out the albums with bonus filler, so in, rela- in, in response to that, this person, Aneurotic, says, in, in uh, asterisks, is aghast.
3: So
1: <laughs> they're surprised here. Ah. And then he goes, uh, an open and close my opinion bracket here. Uh, my opinion. Jimmy's bonus tracks and B-sides are often better than album material. Be Sensible and Beautiful Is are better than most of Chase This Light. And I think they would have vastly improved a borderline homogeneous homo- homogeneously poppy album. With some much needed slower, deeper songs. Zach Lynn the drummer has even said that their one regret with Chase the Slight was not including Be Sensible. Um Beautiful Is quite is out there, but probably jar with tone on the album, but still fantastic experimental song. Shame is Gloriously Heavy, and I think it would fit futures much better than Nothing Wrong and The Most Beautiful Things, included as a bonus track on Deluxe reissue of Bleed American, is one of my all-time favorite classic Jimmy World songs. <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> wow and you too i think of dinosaur bones wow. <laughs> uh, that and what else do i have oh this is very brief this is on billboard.com this was Ooh, jimmy world making a new making new album at home uh dated August 25th, 2006, by Billboard staff, Modern modern Rock Act Jimmy World is about to begin recording its next album at its own studio in Tempe, Arizona. The set will be produced by Butch Vig, marking his first stint behind the boards with Modern Rock Act Jimmy World. Uh, That's where they go. All right. They said... With another band since garbage went on hiatus last year. I don't like how they do that. They did like the pre the that, yeah, right? <laughs> that pre-roll and then they they do it again. Uh in a post on the group's website, drummer Zach Lynn said 17 songs are in the pipeline, including Big Casino, Big Assino, which I loved. Uh <laughs> Be Sensible, Firefight, and Electable. Vig is being brought in to make sure Sure we don't forget to thrash Unreal, he wrote. <laughs>
0: so there's that. That's right. I remember reading that in uh-huh. another episode. Yeah. And All that's right, shall we, pretty much it. Shall we get in some weird, uh, fun stuff?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Weird, All fun right, stuff. So we're going to watch together. I'm going to play you this oh, commercial. Weird. As I'm staring at Silver Shepherd.com Green face. And uh, this is very much, if you enjoy Zucker Brothers films like Airplane, um, you'll see so many airplane references in this commercial.
3: I just found out that booking tickets in advance on the trainline.com could
5: save you a heap of cash!
3: Accessible. Save with
1: trainline.com. <laughs> so
3: straight.
0: You're this right. Is such a British turn of phrase. Like I had to let the I had to I had to <laughs> not I couldn't not play that. So anyway. Uh the next thing I found is I wrote pitched up version. Now is this the most uncomfortable video that I could yes, okay. Raymond <laughs> Pin. Don't forget Raymond Pin. I now I hoping Raymond this Pin. was a K pop um Or a J-pop boy band doing it a cappella. But that's not what it is. It says, "Shinwa, Be Sensible by Jimmy Eat World. Okay. 2017. 2019. Yes. Chevron, Chevron. Um, I'm only going to read this one description. 13 views on this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's...
0: This is the whole thing. It was posted June 17th, uh, June 27th, 2019. The description says, December 31st, 2017, Eva Beach Home, uh, Family Home Soon, Choi Won Young and Park Yoon Chun Mickey, December 2017, Danny Lim, Evan Gang, Hillary Duff, Herbie Raymond Pin, Korean Gay Love Crying Drama Comedy OK Home, Da Kyo, Ray Grin Pin OK, Princess Zukin Yuni. Okay. I just don't know what's happening. This is so wild. So I'm not going to forget Raymond Pinn. And he has the...
1: That's 2007 Apple... Yeah. What, what's iTunes weird player, and what
0: grabbed me is Eva Beach is a, a community on Oahu that I'm familiar with. So that I was like, well, wait, what are they saying about Eva Beach? It's just one of the things listed, like just <laughs> randomly the... listed. It's it's just listed in the description. It, it's written like a paragraph, but it's just word salad. So then <laughs> this, there's this from, oh, this is Rary Carton. I thought they were the same person. This is Made in China, Be Sensible, Park Yuchen, and Dean 2017 2019, crying. My gut is this is the same person but the, it's the same copy pasta watch <laughs> but like what's happening there's like a gif playing and an image on the screen on a windows 10 screen in a very low resolution and it's just the song with this
4: on it <laughs> this, this is wild. Just
0: a, it, Eva Beach is listed <laughs> here. It's just a bunch of copy pasta here. I don't know what to so do with this. This has 25 views. This was posted May seventh, 2020. It's just the song, and then there's four comments. Take it easy, okay? Yes, I'm okay soon. Take, relax, okay? There's so mm. much to unpack. Irregular, I don't. I, I yeah.
4: So I just wrote, what?
0: Um, but they really took to this song in particular. So yeah, I just didn't know what to what to make of it, really. But I had to share. I had to set your eyes upon it because I had to set my eyes upon it. This last thing is Allison Fleischer came up on Bandcamp when I was searching for other Be Sensibles. Right. And... I think it's a stand-up routine, and this is the track. Oh yeah, that bulk. is so freaking strange. And so, I listened to a few minutes of it. Oh, you did? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. It was very. I wanted to. I just wanted to rule it out that there wasn't like a uh,
0: playing right. the song. Yeah. So let's listen this to it a little bit.
2: Necessarily a leftist show. Uh, we have a we have a kind of inclusive uh, show here tonight. So uh, I'd like to kick this off with a little chant. A little chant for unity in our country after this very difficult year, okay? Uh,
0: also, listen to how many times he says, okay, <laughs> okay. He does it a lot.
2: All right? all right, and I'm going to reach out to both sides, okay? Republicans <laughs> and Democrats, okay? And I know some of you, <laughs> some of you probably feel like you don't fit on either of those two sides, right? Okay. <laughs> okay, that, that is perfectly fine. That is perfectly fine. Just shove yourself over to one of those two sides, okay? <laughs> that is all you have to do. Right? That is how our political system operates, okay? So I like to do a little chant here uh, that expresses what our political party stood for, uh, where we're at as a nation, uh, but still how we all connect together. So for all my loyal Republicans in the room, when I yell race war, when I yell race war, I would like you all to give me a hearty, full-throated, hell yeah, okay? Okay? <laughs> And I'd like you to follow that up by yelling out the name of whichever minority group you would like to commit a pogrom against, okay? Just close your eyes and imagine where you want that communal violence to go, okay? I want to also consider the other side. For all my loyal Democrats in the room, when I yell class war, okay, when I yell class war, I would like all of you to go... sensible look our bankers are much better than their bankers <laughs> elon musk is going to make this fascism very eco-friendly
0: <laughs> it's so timely yeah. um <laughs> so yeah is this a stand-up special or I, I just don't know what to do with it me neither a i know when of- i
1: heard that the piano come in i thought no he must get into like some kind of playing routine yeah. which there is Maple a song Valley, at the end Washington. but it's not it's not be sensible
0: yeah no uh, let me show you some things from my collection. Released March 21st, March twenty first, 2020. Anyway, I thought it was sort of interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. It the, had the the cadence whole... of stand-up, so I'm guessing it's right. stand-up. Um, and the audience involved. Okay, shall we jump over to community? Let's do it. All right. Um, I've got some chat box. Perfect. Let's um, see, what do I have? All right. Pianist Man 1337 says... I can't believe this one is a bonus track. It is amazing. October 14th, 2007. Also, let's look. September 5th, 2007 is the first shout box. What a lovely song. So it at least leaked September 5th, 2007 because it showed up with two comments on that first, on that fifth day. Uh, "Dreary Skies says, asterisks, melts. (laughs) 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 Um uh, just lots of people saying it should have made the album. It's genius. Incredible. Um, Goosebump inducing. Oh, this is interesting. You'd never guess they used to be a Metallic cover band. Nothing against Metallica. <laughs> and then USA Mike says, which part of Metallica is there in that song? Um, I think he missed I think USA Mike misinter- misinterpreted what D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J-D-I-J- was saying. Um, but yeah. Uh, and lastly, uh, Ketpaver, K-E-T-P-A-V-R, says, Love it. Chase's Light is my favorite album right now. Can't believe I didn't listen to them for 18 years. OMG. And uh, yeah, there it is. So that's some box. What do you got?
1: I have some interesting stuff from, and it's so weird how timely this is, from Tumblr. Uh, tumblr.com the account is fuck yeah jimmy world (laughs) and got a picture of somebody with a few piercings uh, scrolling down the the caption underneath is i'll miss you when you're just like them hashtag jimmy fans are the best fans but a little bit further down you go past where was something that i saw oh this is from Go Trig Boy, which is <laughs> oh, that's uh, Grace. Great. Grace, right? It's uh, they had posted the picture of uh, Rick. It looks like they when they were doing their brewing thing. So he's there, and then there's a picture okay. of him with the flat brimmed hat outside, walking with a white dog. A little bit further down, some interesting pictures of Jim. But there's a comment from Jimmy Eat Philly <laughs> uh, that says, "While well, chase this light, maybe." Gun to my head. My least favorite Jew album, in my humble opinion. It would be a mistake to say that it doesn't have the deepness of Jimmy World. Just listen to Carrie You." Could going through the motions lead to real emotions? And here's to living in the moment, because it passed. Songs like Be Sensible, The Static or The Silence, don't know which is worse. The dial isn't broken. That's the way it works. To the new professionals, Irregular is Normal. It's all in how you pray, not what needs to change. And Beautiful is... In Dizzy, the line, if everything I meant to you, you can lick and seal and fold into, then I've been so blind, is like a frission of clarity and truth that hits my very soul. Of course I'm biased because Chase This Light came out right when I was struggling with the terrible breakup, and it was like Jimmy Eat World was the only one who understood me. That said, love, love, love the Jew. Intenseness, it makes <laughs> me so happy. <laughs> so that's what Jimmy Eat Philly had to say. Nice. I don't even know how Tumblr works. I'm so lost. I just me scroll neither. and see I images.
0: Have, I gotta figure out <laughs> something. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, yeah. This was, a, I came across this fan pop quiz. This is one of several quiz questions, I imagine. One Tree Hill pop quiz. Which of these songs does Jimmy at World play at Trick? A, Be Sensible. B, Hear You Me. C, Dark Blue. D, Big Casino. <laughs> and I do believe that is B, Hear You Me, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that was from ffa 23 over a year
0: ago uh do you have any more uh community uh yes this is the year that you can drink legally uh 21 yes J T o'donnell's number 21 be sensible chase this like bonus track 2007 i loved Chase This Light when it came out. But how do I really feel about it now, despite having several spectacular songs? It's their weakest album since their debut. There's just too much filler. It sounds too clean, too slick, too meticulously put together. Their decision to basically produce the album themselves with a supervisory assist from Butchvig was a mistake, and one they haven't repeated on subsequent albums. It should say something that I'm ranking Be Sensible higher Than all but one song on Chase's Light Proper. But enough about my misgivings on the album. Be Sensible is a masterful accomplishment and perhaps their best song that the fewest people have heard. As far as I know, it has never been played live. It feels like a dream, something conjured up while wafting to sleep as if created by cherubs or (laughs) otherworldly beings. The sparkling and sparse instrumentation, the high harmonies in the breakdown, Jim's tender vocals, almost everything about Be Sensible is a revelation, making it one of the band's very best non-album tracks. Swing with all you have, Jim coos in the chorus. Stop me if you can. As soon as the hardcore fan community got wind of its existence, it vaulted into something of a legendary status and caused some wistful feelings, including one I still feel today. If only all of Chase This Light had sounded like Be Sensible, says Jake T. O'Donnell in number 21. I've got another Facebook post here. Uh, from Nicole Thibault, Be Sensible, Kill, and Please Say No are the trifecta of Loving Someone You Shouldn't songs. I think that's a really good way of putting it. Loving Someone You Shouldn't, based on uh, our analysis of the lyrics.
1: Yeah, so speaking of which, I have a few from Reddit, and this one question, Mm -hmm. we're going to have several of our the Reddit favorites popping up into each one of these posts here. This one, however, uh, is a discussion thread titled Be Sensible Self Post by Matt B0527 two years ago. I'm curious, what do you hear on the back end of the chorus? I'm on the losing side, but not every time. I'm gonna lose when they have four blanks. And what do mm-hmm. I have in here? I'm gonna lose despite I'm right. That's what I thought that they said. And what does everyone else say? I'm going to lose this fight outright. I'm going to lose this fight right. Huh. I'm going to lose this spot
0: outright. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you th- Do you think it's... Am I right? Well, so despite- somebody goes and posts a bit of the video of him performing the solo at Modified Arts. So maybe we can listen to a little bit of that and see what we think he says. Okay. I have a full take of the song here. Uh, let's go ahead and put this and watch together and we can listen to it. All right. And this was uploaded by Hiver221. <laughs> And this is what they all sort of listen to to see. Oh, what's he singing live? Maybe we can tell.
4: Who knows what there was to see Before the light and rain There's so much hell to learn Static over silence Don't know which is worse The dial isn't broken That's the way it works And to the new professionals Irregular is more than all For sure. We dig our fingers in and then we watch the snow
1: I'm still confident that he says, I'm going to lose despite I'm right. Yeah. I'm confident in that.
3: Yeah.
0: I should have. Did should you have just DM Jim and ask him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did uh, he have a loop station going?
1: Because I saw him stop playing for a little bit, right? And they had the same chords oh, going underneath. I, I think he did. I didn't
0: notice him stop playing, but I definitely heard more happening than what's yeah. was happening in the, yeah. in the venue. And I do think he uh, he was controlling it with a foot pedal in some way. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes and sense. And there was somebody there singing with him. He shouted them out, but yeah. I didn't catch it.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, All right, I have a few more from Reddit. Let's see, this was uh, two years ago. Music post from JG429, Song of the Week. Be Sensible. Uh, Song of the Week, Be Sensible, submitted by me. I'm out of submissions again. Reason, Mm -hmm. best B-side ever. I'm a sucker for these kinds of overcoming obstacles songs. And Jim's vocal delivery is just Chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I wish this song made the album so I could one day hope to see it live, but alas, there's probably no chance. Uh, and then they go ahead and talk about all the, the list of all these songs, all the B sides, man, there's a whole grip of them. JG four, two, nine posts it. Yes. Whole bunch. One of the best Mark Marky McFly 55 best B side ever is right. Uh, I am JB. I read says the thing with Jimmy at World is they write these absolutely saccharine lyrics that under normal circumstances would be cringeworthy, yet they are sung in such earnest that I cannot help but fall in love with them. <laughs> well said. Uh, and then again, two years ago, world's best B side, Be Sensible from JG429. Uh, Snake Oil chimes in and says, Chase This Light has such good B sides. Open Bar Reception is another winner. Uh, to which JG429 says, "I might actually be obsessed with As They Come.' <laughs> I love it so much. I've never heard the original. When they go ahead and talk about that uh, on repeat, oh, three years ago from JG429 on repeat this morning, Jimmy World, be sensible." Uh, Baron885 says, "Absolutely beautiful track. Better than most on the album, in my opinion. Yeah, it's uh it's a, it's a bop for sure." Uh, it comes up in favorite non album tracks snake oil 27 with the top comment, 15 points. Be sensible is my fave is my personal favorite. And it makes me wonder how it didn't make the album Uh talking about that again. And Oh, this was the webpage. Here's a webpage that showcases Jim's vocal range and snake oil does a TLDR. His highest note is sung in be sensible and lowest in sparkle. <laughs> I remember when we mm. talked about sparkle, the, mo- the, uh, notable low note i don't remember what it was but i do believe that that was the lowest low (laughs) yeah low uh and does it show up in here let's see you know what i love a good dr duct tape hands uh jg429 again with this track two years ago all-time favorite jimmy song no ties no talking around it what's your all-time favorite song i was trying to think of mine very hard to do uh and she landed on the world you love all right And then down here, a couple of mentions here. One from Futures 2004. I don't know how they ever cut songs like Anias or Be Sensible from their records. And then Dr. Duct Tape Hand says, Be sensible. And JG429 Mm -hmm. exclaims in all caps, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So there we have the community stuff that I came across. Nice.
0: Um, Shall we jump into cover?
1: Yes. (laughs) Let's do it. Cover. All right. Taylor Brimmel right here and watch together didn't even watch it because i figured it's the only one we're gonna watch it yeah (laughs) together
0: one of my favorite jimmy slow songs or no jimmy songs (laughs) let
4: me have the keys so you can take a rest from the lifeless main street until the next
0: one year ago Justin L says I like this cover better than the West original
4: before the light turned green the snow. this Much was posted November 28 2020 the static almost two or the years silence the don't know which is worse the dial isn't broken that's the way it works to the new professional. Irregular is normal. It's all in how you pray, and not what. With a midnight coat We'd dig our fingers in Then we'd watch the snow Maybe I need stronger meds Don't let those feelings in I can't get close enough Matters straight across And just for me to use There's always another choice Another way through notes of progress float along over your candle song the game is how you play
0: Taylor yeah, Bremmel's name. Note. Yeah, Damn. Man. I don't wow. know Taylor Bremmel's name. I don't know. I thought we had to have come across him before, but yeah. he has no other Jimmy World covers. Um, and that sounded terrific. So, wow. Awesome. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That mic. That those mics were set up correctly. Hell yeah. Um. All right. And I have a rave DJ. It's not good. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's not even worth listening to. I tried nope. to mix it with uh, Stu's song from The Hangover. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and it didn't work. Yeah, we don't have to uh, <laughs> I don't have to bring this track down. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song? Be Sensible by the band Jimmy World. Uh, if we lined up all the B-sides, I might be on the on the
1: same track of saying that this is one of the top three, if not the top B-side. Open Bar Reception is up there, but it sounds a lot like other tracks. This one is so unique and on its own. Um, yeah, it's a shame that they didn't put it on the album, but it might have been a completely different album, and it wouldn't have been uh,
0: the same Chase this. Yeah, this feels like now, a Futures track. This feels like a... It- stay on my side tonight track this feels like yeah yeah you but know. i but i absolutely love it
1: the yeah. everything about it maybe i mean even the fact that it's five minutes long hearing jim singing these notes and especially that bridge at the very end again man it's just it, it's a it's such a well-done song and a hidden gem i'm i'm hoping that more people get a chance to listen to it
0: yeah, what About you, sure. man? i mean they definitely got to listen to it on this episode Heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think it's a. Uh, I I I agree. I think it's a very terrific track. It's one that I know, and I feel like I would have seen him play it live. But according to Atlas FM, I've never seen him play it live, and and never heard the band play it live. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those that is just sort of in in my body. <laughs> Osmosis <laughs> has uh has uh absorbed the song, and I just know it. Um, and uh. And, yeah, I I think it's a good, it'll probably go on the Night Drive playlist. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, I Um, like that. (laughs) Well, without any further ado, I guess uh, if you find yourself in in a situation where you need to step away and just breathe, remember to be sensible and, most importantly, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes!